Hi. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. I keep forgetting what day it is now that I'm not actually like on a proper work schedule. Mm-hmm. It's Wednesday for us, but by the time you'll be listening to this, it'll be at least oh, Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah, we do always listen <laughs> on a Friday. Yeah. But we don't have a set day that we record. We kind of just record whenever we find the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how are you feeling today? Um, How are you supposed to feel when you've had another three days at home? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Some people might find it nice because they can true. find time to do things that they want to do. True, It is nice. I do have things that I want to do. Oh, we had a great day on Monday. We did. Well, we didn't do what we were supposed to do, but we had a great day. We didn't do everything we were supposed to do. We saw a kitten. It was nice. We did. Saw our friend's new kitten. Uh-huh. We went to... Um, we went to where Tal- Talmasa? Talmasa. Yeah, Talmasa, a temple on top of a small mountain... Um, near the Han River. It was mm-hmm. really nice. That temple's always really quiet. It's not touristy at all. It's just for actual locals who are Buddhist. Mm-hmm. So, and I was so impressed with the view from that. Temple. Yeah, it's really nice. You can see the river. You can see. It's right on the. Um, so, the, the Han River, when it goes through Seoul, it kind of um, loops down. Mm. Not loops down, it like goes down. So like if you know the Thames, mm-hmm. like the EastEnders one, how it goes down like that. Yeah, like the Han River down. is uh, is a little bit like that, and the the mountain that that temple is on is just uh, like just underneath that. Um, a oh, hi, Mary. Mary <laughs> you table. probably all heard that. Yeah, so jump again. Hear. One, two. Oh, Yay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and the 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 mountain is right at the bottom of that um that loop. Yeah, right. And um. So the view that you get looks all the way up the Han River on one side mm-hmm. and then all the way up the Han River on the other side too. So um, I was so I was taken away by the view. I didn't even know you could have that view. It's, it's really silly. Nobody yeah. ever goes there. Nobody right. goes there. It's not mm. a touristy place at all. Yeah. And uh, we also went to see um, the cherry blossoms. Ali. <laughs> Ali is distracting the cats. So it's just me right now. Yeah, we went to see the cherry blossoms um, because now is cherry blossom season. Um, they're they're pretty much all bloomed now, right? Right. Sorry, I just gave them a bunch of catnip. So I'm like, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we're fine. Yeah, cherry blossoms are all bloomed. I actually was by um, a stream today with a bunch of them, and um, they're almost falling off. Like they're they're starting to fall off. So. Yeah, I think, you know, they never last fleeting. So hopefully people got to see them because they came out really early this year. We said that last time. So hopefully if you were in Seoul, you got a chance to actually go out Yeah, and see them. Yeah. yeah, I had a really stressful morning and I'm so tired. So if I'm sound low energy, that's because I am low energy. (laughs) But I'm excited to hear about what you have to say. Good. Now, it's a good thing we just spoke about the cherry blossoms because that is a very good segue for our word of the week. Flowers. Flowers. Alison, how do you say flower in Korean? Good. Good. Why do we both say it? Good. Good. Because the G should be strong. So I always imagine my voice being higher, which was suggested to us um, by City Girl City Stories author. Yes. Yes. Go check out her blog Mm -hmm. or her Instagram. And uh, yeah, so we both had a different interpretation of what flower means. We always kind of do interpretations, right? So um, mine is a little different today. So why don't you kind of start the regular old lesson? Teach me what you know. Okay, sure. So um, the very obvious way to go was cherry blossoms but yeah so we didn't really want to touch on that just like talking about purple we didn't want to touch on bts 
Um, so, but <laughs> sorry. Speaking of BTS, kind of, kind of in that way. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about Flower Boys. Yay, Flower Boys! Mm, you know about Flower Boys, right? Of course, of course. Ancient obviously. and modern ones. Yes, and that's what we're going to talk about yeah. today. Yeah, nobody knows about the ancient ones. No, Not really. So. But they were around. So. Well, during my research was the first time I heard about them. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, there you go. Some of you, if you watch K-dramas, you'll probably know about them. There was a very, very famous TV show. Um, you're probably going to mention it? I'm probably going to okay, mention it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe so, yeah. some of you guys know about the ancient ones. Flower Boys. No, it's okay. Yeah. No. Uh, what am I talking about? This is like the first time I've properly talked all day. Because I've just <laughs> yeah, been, you've at been alone. <laughs> alone at home. I was so. running back and forth to immigration. I should have so. done my, uh, my Sharpe. Ma. 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 We're okay. in the zone now. Yeah, are you going to talk about old ones or are you going to talk about modern ones Let's first? Let's just talk about the modern ones first. Okay, so what is a flower boy? Okay, so people don't, tell me, first, let's learn the Korean name for flower boy. So what did you say flower was in Korean? Gold. And mi, mi nam. Beautiful boy. There you go. Mei nan in Chinese. Put so them together. Gummi nam. Yeah, they kind of say like gummi nam. They kind yeah. of lose that d yeah. sound. Gummi nam. Gummi nam. Because gut is flower, oh, minam is handsome man or yep. beautiful boy. Me, because me is beautiful, 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 yeah. beautiful yeah. Um, and nam is from namja, man. Yeah, man. Right. Um, but that term only came about in the late 1990s. Yeah. So before the 1990s, the like ideal of a man, what would you say the ideal of a man was in Korea? Oh, I don't... Well, okay, so before the 1990s, you had, like, you had the 80s, you had the International Olympics, you were just about to have the IMF crisis, so people were kind of doing labor work, people were focused on money. I would imagine that it would be, like, kind of a tough guy, doesn't talk a lot, but cares for his family, kind of the breadwinner. Salaryman. Yeah, yeah. salarymen, exactly. Salarymen were kind of like the stereotype, standard of a man here yeah. in Korea. They before, needed it at that time. Before the 90s, yeah. Um, so, you know, like gray, black, navy suits, briefcases, mm-hmm. you know, they were serious. They went to work. They came home. They took care of business. But Probably even them. in like a lower class too. Like for men who worked in factories, you would still yeah. kind of want that macho. Right. Right. He can take care of you mm-hmm. financially, mm. that kind and of feeling. I guess that's kind of the standard. I'm doing air quotes right now. That's like the standard for men all over the world. Exactly. In, yeah. Well, at least in West, in our, yeah, in our society, in yeah, our right. culture, in Western society, what we're exposed to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Men, men are strong. Men are big men this is the assumption people. not yeah. our this is a, stere- this is a stereotype <laughs> a standard like right, right. portrayed by western media mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um although it's slowly changing but still um but then in the 1990s okay from my research i'm not okay i'm not a huge k-pop fan so i don't know a lot of the history i only know a few groups that i personally like or mm-hmm. some of the songs i personally like so if i say anything i don't know anything for certain <laughs> i don't know anything <laughs> about what i've read anything past i fell out like the beginning of exo so okay. i don't know anything past them all right <laughs> so i might but be with you <laughs> you've probably heard of these guys because i've heard of them too salteji and the boys i know the name but i don't know them mm-hmm. I don't know them either, but from what I understand, they were kind of like one of the first... I'm going to Google them. One of the first <laughs> kind of um, big 
K-pop groups. They kind of mixed rap and hip hop and pop and put it all together. But they were not in any sort of way like the kind of hmm. uh, the standard of um, what a man should be. They look nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They look like they look like, okay. like they look like Backstreet Boy kind of. I mean, yeah, they look mm-hmm. like. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, one of their hairstyles. Oh, no. <laughs> they, We're going to move on from they that. They came out in the 90s, okay? so Controversial, um, we'll just say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from what I read, they were kind of the first ones who kind of broke away from that almost. Um, and, um, hmm. and now in K-pop, like, we see these gumminam, not only in K-pop, but we see gumminam a lot in K-pop, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at... If you look at BTS, oh my pretty gosh. much all of BTS are Kuminam. Oh yeah, okay, for so sure. Kuminam, Kuminam are um, they're like they're pretty boys. Yeah, they're basically. just effeminate. Yeah. yeah. Well, from what I okay, I'm just, uh, this whole thing is going to be from what I read. They're not <laughs> effeminate, but they are. They like they. They take. There's something okay. There's a really a good BBC no. article on them, and um, there's a, a, a professor said they're not necessarily effeminate, but they are. There's something else. I should have written it down. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Um, okay, so okay, let's see. Um, okay, Doctor Sun Dong from a university somewhere <laughs> stop okay um so dr S- uh, sanjung um from university she said um uh it's it's a hybrid or versatile masculinity it's like soft and manly at the same time but it's which is well, different okay. from effeminized well i don't think they're like total but they but they do like they do have like stereotypically feminine aspects like they wear eyeshadow and makeup and by our by our standards yeah well yeah but that's what that's what you i would think that's what you would go off of like you do go off of stereotypes when you're talking about those kinds of labels i I get it i get it though yeah Yeah. i mean they're not they're not like a girl no No, not at all no not at all they're still men um obviously oh that sounds so yeah whatever (laughs) anyway so they're pretty boys they They identify as men yes of course yeah that's kind of so they're very pretty they have very soft mm. looks, you know. They have the perfect faces and the perfect skin, and it's no beautiful. facial they hair. Wear, yeah, no facial hair. They like great eyebrows. Like I'm Lipstick. jealous of a lot of their eyebrows. They often Choker wear necklaces. makeup. They often wear makeup, but then if you go below the neck, their body is often, particularly in like K-pop K-pop stars and like actors and stuff, it's like hyper masculine. Yeah, yeah. Or there's always like one who's not. Yes. There's usually like kind of one in the group who is more mm. feminine than the others. Yeah. Like they'll have really long hair or I've seen a lot of K-pop bands are like one guy you you don't yeah. really know. Yeah. There's a new one now. I don't know who it is. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> he has like his bangs so low, like you never, ever see his eyes. Oh. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that so difficult yeah. to perform it? <laughs> but you know, actually, this is weird because saying the makeup and the chokers and that thing, that's actually still kind of a new thing because when I was young, like, definitely K pop boys like Dongbang Shingi, DBSK, like, they were more a different version of masculine. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, not effeminate. Say, let's say, let's say <laughs> yeah. Different version of masculine, but they didn't wear makeup. But they no, were, they true. had the hairstyle and they were 
their personalities were soft and then in advertisements they would you know wear pink or have really cute bedrooms yeah. or they were well, kind of so shy there you go there's the like flower the flower yeah, boy so even though, very soft yeah yeah it's getting more and more i yeah. think like along the lines yeah. of blending Definite. androgynous almost in some cases in yeah. some cases it could be yeah it depends on the person i think mm-hmm. mm. okay um but yeah it's a particular look yeah do you like it yeah sure i mean i'm kind of like open to whatever i think um some kind sometimes i feel like it's too forced mm-hmm. because i know the companies put that on people who don't necessarily feel like that that represents them right um just to sell an image mm-hmm. i can think of a couple bts members where i always feel like it looks too forced but i'm not gonna say who they are because someone <laughs> listening is gonna <laughs> kill me you, yeah. i don't mean it in a bad way i just mm-hmm. i don't really know if that's who they are mm-hmm. um but i look it looks great yeah i yeah. like it i love like androgynous style i think we should all Dabble. I just really like that they take care of themselves. Yeah, you know, grooming, well they, they groomed. They put and... the effort into their appearance, you know? And that's the thing, it's not just K-pop. Like, this Gominam idea comes into the Korean society. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people say my boyfriend is Gominam. The soft and pretty face. They think yeah. he's a Gominam. I don't really think he's quite a Gominam, but I've dated Gominams yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'd so. say he's nearly Gominam. He's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's well groomed he's got the like soft and kind face he has the face he's a little more broad so he mm. doesn't have that like kind of delicate yeah, yeah. but yeah mm. so it's not like yeah it's like gone into society mm. which i love yeah um and part of that could be because of the dramas i was really really surprised i'll make a final note on this i was really surprised when i first started like getting interested in asia because at least in America, there was always kind of this stereotype for people that they were unemotional, mm-hmm. they were kind of focused on work, yeah. like study-driven, obviously. And so when I saw like this image mm-hmm. of a Guminam, I was like really surprised. I think yeah. that was something that like it felt a lot more affectionate than my culture, which mm-hmm. I didn't think it was. So yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Um, Boys over flowers. My favorite. Have you seen it? Yeah, I mean, it's, silly it's so like it's so questionable now. I have the box set, limited edition, like collectors <laughs> DVD oh, yeah, so set. Are you telling me so many photo books, so many posters when I was young. Okay, it's definitely like something now that I would be like, "What the heck? Uh-huh. Like this is not appropriate." Uh-huh. Because it's so well, they just like how can I say? It's like the girl falls in love with the bad guy, but he's too much of a bad guy that like now yeah. you'd be like, no, just get out, go, get out, run. run. <laughs> but at the time, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, it was the first. I think it was the first Korean drama I ever watched. It was probably one of my first ones. Mm. Not the first, but yeah, it was. Def- I I say probably. I think it was definitely because I watched the Japanese version first. Mm, yeah, because in, like, it com- comes from the Japanese shoujo manga, yeah. Hanayori Dango, right? Yeah, so. I think the Taiwanese show was first, though. What was it called? Something Star? Or. They stars, recently did like a stars, remake or? of it. Let me see. Taiwanese Boys Over Flowers. <clears throat> oh, uh, Something Garden. Ah, Meteor Garden. Meteor yeah, Garden. Okay, yeah. uh, shoot- <laughs> Shooting Stars. Uh, yes. Yoshing Hua Yuan. But yeah, so that came out and all the like the the four main guys in this show are all Guminam. Rich 
rich upper class handsome desirable gominam gominam yeah and um even the korea times the korea times is uh one of the biggest um english spe- english language newspapers mm-hmm. in korea and they did an article on on gominam after that drama came out mm. and they were saying like this is what's going to be in style this season like, <laughs> it's like during stayed the summer yeah. forever and it was all like florals and pastels like for men it was all florals and pastels and it's still like, here the preppy style yeah it is it's true it's still- <laughs> the preppy style they said like cruise style so i guess like, oh yacht, yeah like, what you wear on a yacht oh on, my like, god yeah. the outfits from that show are great just yeah. google them <laughs> they're like lost in time but also like bring them back as soon as possible mm-hmm and yeah, um I and, and i mean it's like the guminam image is so big now that they even have like men advertise skincare and makeup yeah like everywhere and there everywhere, are, there are makeup and skincare lines yeah. specifically for men now. oh yeah sure most men here wear pb cream tinted pb yeah. cream which is basically a foundation and sunscreen one thing that i will say that's really unique about boys before flowers is that that show they were guminam and they were like intentionally guminam but yeah. the boys in the show were not nice so there were two, there were four main guys, yes, that's two true. of them were very mean, and those were the two romantic interests. So even though they were both these, like, really beautiful kind of... They had the Kuminam image, but they didn't have the Kuminam right. personality. So I feel like it was that weird transition from that, like, people still had this masculine mindset, but mm. let's bring this Kuminam idea into play. So it's almost like, I feel like... Boys Before Flowers was that perfect transition point. And then from that point on, people started wanting nicer gominam and things like that. Yeah, because the character... I feel like it's gone in two directions. You get the really nice gominam now, and now now you get like the the F-boys. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. So now gominam are usually nice. People think of like Park Bogum. He's like considered to be so nice in his characters and Uh off-screen. And he's kind of like the epitome gominam now. Song Joong-ki is a gominam. Song Joong-ki, yeah. Gominam, really nice mm-hmm. person. But back then, like the two, there were four of them, and the two guys who lost out were nice, and the two guys who were jerks won. The girls, the pottery guy, the pottery guy who won her friend over. He I don't was remember the such show a jerk. Well. Oh, the house. I just sad. remember. <laughs> I just remember the, the main guy. What was his name? Gujunpyo. Yeah. Terrible. He like was in. He oh, like beat yeah. people up. Horrible. He beat her up. All uh-huh. like he abused her, uh-huh. which is why it would be so like controversial today um and then then her best friend who hated this guy in the group who did pottery but actually she liked him Mm -hmm. and in the end he i think he kissed her so romantic did he really kiss her though or did he i mean put his mouth on hers and stand there for three minutes i mean if anyone's watched a k-drama you know the answer to that question right (laughs) especially 90s to early 2000s (laughs) k-dramas yeah so oh man i I do recommend that show from like a cultural perspective my mom will know what we're talking about Uh because she used to watch me watching it yeah she would get interested sometimes i think my friends my friends saw me watching it Mm. specifically emma Emma, if you're listening, you you will probably have seen me. I mean, Emma, you're the whole entire reason that I watched any of it. You're the whole entire <laughs> reason that I live in Korea. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Emma. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for getting her to split my rent. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, no, it is it is definitely like it's a pop culture icon in Korea. Everybody knows it. Mm. Nowadays, it's getting so old to a point that young foreigners who come here if they do know it the koreans are kind of surprised yeah so do yeah watch it watch it it's it's yeah. really interesting mm. and it's it's interesting like coming from a 
from like a Western perspective, mm. seeing that show and like the image of those guys. Yeah. Um, but not only them, but all Kuminam, I think. Um, because, well, if, okay, so it's interesting, probably the same for you. It's interesting for me because when I first started, when I got interested in it, no one knew about K-pop, right? Barely anyone no. back home knew about K-pop. No. Um, you know, and anyone alone. who <laughs> didn't know about it, who did see it, it was like, like what are you watching yeah those guys those guys look gay those oh, guys look my you know, mom said it you know they're not real men you know like th- you know my mom used to think my posters were women really yeah well she's she's fine now <laughs> <laughs> but you know but i mean they like coming for coming from that like western mindset you were kind of like, teased for it i was yeah. i was bullied for it not bullied but there was this one girl who went around the, the school telling people I only liked that stuff because I wanted to be different and I mm-hmm. wanted to be trendy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, now it's everywhere. See, I got into it when I was at uni, so I didn't uh, I didn't have that. I was really young. Thankfully. Yeah. But um but but yeah, so like coming from, from that and and now seeing how how everyone even in the West is so like attracted to all of these guys who are yeah finger quotes gay you know, who are finger quotes not men right you know, right not manly who finger quotes oh my god they wear makeup oh like, my god yeah. it's changing for the better it is yeah i mean it's even changing at home too like guys at home take care of themselves Absolutely. so much better now there's all there's, there are all these like please uh, like, fa- cut your fingernails okay <laughs> there are all these like skincare products for men now mm-hmm. and um even there are even like makeup lines coming out for men in yeah, the uk and the yeah, us and stuff right um so yeah yay yeah. was that the show you were going to talk about that was the show i was going to mention oh you yeah. didn't you weren't going to talk about the ancient ones okay not yet oh okay, okay 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 oh, there, <laughs> there, there was another show there was another show which um i was it your your beautiful have you seen that one i have the box set collector okay. right. dvd set of that is one it that too? one there's actually a character uh, called cool yes Nam, that's her right? name yeah. yes it's her, her twin brother but he gets in a car accident or no yes he, he has to get placed plastic surgery yeah so he doesn't want his fans to know and so he gets his twin sister uh-huh. to dress up as him and be part of his rock band and but of course she falls in love she's a nun his her name is <laughs> Gu-mi Nam. Gu-mi Nam. yeah Gu-mi yeah Nam. Yeah. yeah so it was because cute she's so pretty and yeah well that was his name too yes i think that was, that was her brother's name. i her supposed name to be like, was like Kuminyo, i think probably which yeah. means beautiful girl they yeah. never really say her name because as soon as she becomes her brother they never call right. her by anything else yeah. um yeah. but yeah that's that is a really funny yeah. show Kuminyo. that show's actually quite hilarious that's uh-huh. a little bit more easy to stomach than uh mm-hmm. boys before flowers it's shorter as well very very <laughs> cheesy so long very very cheesy but if you can stomach it i i do They're recommend all so cheesy this Even one's now. one of the words i rewatched it recently and i was like oh my god oh did you but oh, i love it okay. i love it though <laughs> yeah so okay, yeah cool Gominam. Gominam. tell us your favorite Gominam tv shows and maybe we'll share them maybe we'll make a post about it we can write all my of our favorite, favorite. oh you're no 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 the <laughs> audience i thought you not thought you, you. Me. yeah Gosh. i was like oh my gosh i've seen so many i can't think of there any of their names now no 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 tell us audience leave a comment let us know what mm-hmm. your favorite gominam or who your favorite gominam is mm-hmm. okay so, yeah gominam let's go to the ancient stuff that's okay. what i'm excited for okay so now we have gominam right right like gominam have been around since like the 90s mm-hmm. late 1990s mm-hmm. but there are ancient flower boys called Huarang, which have been Woo! around since like five six hundred eighty. 
five six hundred AD. Yeah, like obviously they don't exist anymore, but <laughs> they they are like the OG kuminam. Yes, OG flower boys. Yes. They're called the Huarang, which um, they're also called the Flowering Knights. Yes, that's right. Um, they were an elite. Okay, Alison knows more about this than I, I do. do. I've studied them extensively. <laughs> I was so fascinated. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna try. No, I'm, so, yeah. Um, they were they were called the Huarang or Flowering Knights, and they were an elite male warrior group mm-hmm. in Shilla. Yes, okay, Shilla so was um, on, one of the us. Korean kingdoms. Okay, um, yeah. One of the Korean kingdoms from 57 BC mm-hmm. to 935 AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Huarang, like I said, they came a- around in the early to mid 6th century. Yeah. Um, so the Huarang were, um, let me see. They, they lasted w- until the end. Hmm? They lasted till the end of Shilla. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, mm. they came around in yeah, yeah, yeah. the 600s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the let me get okay i'm trying to get my notes in order so um the huarang were formed because the king wanted more protection for the kingdom yeah was what i understood you say that like um yeah well that was one and they also um they yeah i guess that was probably why they came about they were also big um, they were kind of like representations of how to be a Buddhist and how to practice Buddhism, okay. which was the straits, the the kingdom's religion uh-huh, at the time, right? Yeah, because yeah, Buddhism was accepted by the Shilla kings and queens, right? right. Yeah. Um. So the the Huarang were um formed of they were formed of um boys from good families yeah right um good, good the, the good families that had good morals yeah right. right and that's kind of i think where like the oh they're not only are they going to protect the country but they're, they're going to be good, good buddhists people. yeah right yeah um and they were recruited young so they were mm-hmm. trained they trained under buddhist monks mm-hmm. um so like you said they were well versed in um the religion and buddhist ideals and all of yes. that um but they were also really well versed in culture and the arts mm-hmm. yeah extremely um but also obviously in warfare because they were they were warriors they were literally this perfect blend of gentleness mm-hmm. and art i don't know like yeah. artistry but they were so strong yeah they could they could they were like some of the best archers on horseback and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um they were held in very high regard um because they were so good in everything yes um, <laughs> but the interesting thing and the reason why we call them the original flower boys not only for their name the huarang the flowering knights but um also because <clears throat> excuse me also because according to chinese sources um they were known for their beauty as well like that means flower beauty. girls yeah yeah literally yeah mm. um and uh they sometimes use cosmetic they, they use yeah. cosmetics and like uh adornments like they mm-hmm. like jewelry and cosmetics and stuff so they were the original flower boys they use makeup yeah some people hated jewelry. them some men call them playboys yeah, some people call them shamans because shamans, if you don't know, Korean shamans, they they're supposed to be kind of genderless. So if male, if men were a shaman, they would wear makeup and mm-hmm. they would wear the same clothes that a woman would wear. Uh-huh. So oh, they're shamans are kind of both male and female, mm-hmm. or 
They're trying to seduce women by looking like women, so they're playboys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just sound great all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into all of it. <laughs> but yeah, so the Huarang were the Huarang were flower boys, but they were also um, they were essential in um, unifying the Korean Peninsula, right? Yes, and they they were almost like. <laughs> kamikaze in terms of like a warrior like they were never supposed to retreat in a battle like it was they were always supposed to fight until the end if they i have their five five, like rules oh okay yeah yeah yeah. okay so number one is show allegiance to one sovereign okay Mm -hmm. obviously (laughs) respect the king and number two treat one's parents with respect and devotion be good boys. Confucianism slipping in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, number three, exhibit trust and sincerity amongst friends. Oh. Nice, right? Number four, never retreat in battle. Right, right, exactly. And, and number kind of- five, exercise discretion when taking a life. Oh, I love so them. They're even so if cool. you're gonna even if you're gonna kill people for your country, at least Think about it. Yeah. Think about it first. Don't be don't be nasty <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, those were their those were their ideals. The most famous Huarang um, was I, I don't know. I'd argue it's um, General Kim Yushin, probably. Probably, um, he was a general in seventh century Shilla, and he. Um, but wait, hang on. Okay, my numbers don't match up. Maybe he wasn't a general that early. That's what it said. But it also said he led the unification of the Korean Peninsula by Shilla. So, but yeah. Schiller didn't yeah. end until 935. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to date because you, with the three kingdoms and stuff, things got, I don't know exactly what sources you found, but mm-hmm. yeah. But he, For, but very he, basic sources. He was, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> you can easily find information about him uh-huh. if you want to know more. But was that true? Mm-hmm. He led the unification? Like, um, he was one of the leaders of it? I don't really know much about him, okay. to be honest. Interesting. I don't know. You specialized in Joseon, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I do love Shula, but right. I, yeah, I'm not a specialist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so those are the Huarang. There was a very popular TV show called Huarang, the Poet Warrior, Warrior Youth. Youth, which ne- had really now really popular actors: um, Park So Jun, who was just in Itaewon class; oh. um, Go Ara, who was in My Reply 1994. I've not seen any of the replies. I think that was her. I think that was her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was. It just was just a show about the Huarang and mm-hmm. and love and friendship and their passion and things uh, like that. Apparently, they feature in a drama called Queen Sandok as well. Well, I heard the Huarang one was really bad. The uh-huh. poet, poet warrior <laughs> youth. I never watched it myself. I mean, just looking at like the picture of it, I'm like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no. So maybe watch the other one <laughs> if mm-hmm. you're looking for more info. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Huarang. They're so freaking cool. Yeah. I yeah. wish like knights were, I mean, we had knights, like yeah. we had Templar knights and things like that. And that's so cool. But mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the Huarang. Yeah. Interesting. Same. Did you know that Huarang, the, the, the name Huarang, like the word Huarang stopped being used? What, how am I trying to say it? I've written a sentence, but I want to turn it into a question. <laughs> This is like all of my French and Spanish exams coming back to me, <laughs> but in English. So Huarang's, like the, 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 the use of the word Huarang, it fell out of use. The word Huarang fell out of use. There we go. The word <laughs> Huarang fell out of use um, kind of mid-millennium. Um, and do you know what it was used to refer to instead? No. A male prostitute. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a playboy kind uh-huh. of thing. <laughs> 
Um, but now nowadays they don't respect it's not, it's not useful them. that now. And they do respect them because you offended your country. There is a taekwondo pattern pattern. There is a taekwondo pattern called Huarang. Mm. Um there is a modern Korean martial art called Huarangdo, which kind of like It's a type of martial yeah, art. Yeah, follows cool. the, the, the skills that they use. Oh wow. And there's even okay, a, not many people do that. Oh, Mary's Mary, eating plastic flowers. There's even a Tekken character called Huarang who uses Taekwondo fighting style. So he's like a an homage to the Huarang. That's awesome. Yeah. Mary's a Huarang. Oh, he's like fighting me right now. I'm holding this big boy. There you go. Those big are my boy. two poorly researched Mary. and very shallow knowledge topics that I... <laughs> We're here around. to. We are a guide, not a teacher. So if you like what we say, go out, do your research, and yeah. then let us know. Mm-hmm. We are guides. Not, we are coaches, not <laughs> teachers. Uh, cool. Mine is actually really uh, short. I was gonna. I feel like I had something more to say about that Huarang, but I guess not. Um, yeah, I just love them. I think they're so cool. They're mm-hmm. like a part about Korean culture that nobody really knows about mm-hmm. in terms of just coming and living here. You right. know, so. Yeah, I love that stuff. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Thanks for mm, contributing. <laughs> you are welcome. I When I heard flower, I also thought about cherry blossoms and stuff. Yeah. And also, there's a lot of flower festivals. Not this year. Whoa. That was so loud. He's really bored. <laughs> you might get that a couple more times in the next few minutes. Please, please forgive us. Yeah, I also thought about the cherry blossoms and stuff, but honestly, like, I don't really, I don't really go to flower festivals. Like, I, I just go out and like mm-hmm. see flowers while I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even if I wanted to talk about that, I don't have any personal experience with it. I've so. been to a couple. I, I went, went to the, the one in Chogesa. Oh, which one? They have chrysanthemum several. one. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went and to the chrysanthemum the one. That yeah. We have a post in, about that on our blog. Go check we it out. Do. That's in November, October, right. November. They also have a lotus flower festival um, they have in the every summer. Single flower May festival. Or June. You can think of. Um, there is a huge flower festival that happens in um, near uh, near Seoul Station at Solo. They have mm. a Solo have a uh, flower festival. There are so many. So yeah, there's so many. I mean, Koreans are really, really into horticulture and mm-hmm. and plants, flowers, everything. So any kind of flower that you like, they'll yeah. have a festival for mm-hmm. it. But, but yeah, sorry, you weren't going to talk. I about wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, so I, when I first actually thought about flower, my first thought was the Rose of Sharon, which is the national of flower of Korea. Some people, it's kind of like the original hibiscus, so it looks a bit like a hibiscus uh-huh. flower. Um, so for those of you who don't know about the Rose of Sharon, um, basically they have five petals and they can have different colors, mm-hmm. but the most common one in Korea has like a reddish hue yeah. in the middle. Um, so because it's the most common one, that's the one that I think is like the most commonly represented one here. Um, and they basically mean in terms of people who study like, you know, people like every plant has like some meaning. Yeah, yeah. The Rose of Sharon means longing and perseverance, which is really, really good, I think, for the Korean people mm-hmm. because they had a really hard history and they kind of persevered. Yeah. Um, because the plant is really strong, um, it's really sturdy, and it's also really resistant to the cold, which I also feel like if you know Korean history, okay. it suits yeah. really well. <laughs> um, and they don't bloom and then fall all at once, but they kind of continuously fall. So they have a really long blooming period, okay. which starts in July and ends in October. So if you're in Korea, you can see 
the Rose of Sharon yeah. at that time. Um, nobody knows how it became the actual, like, official. There's no record about how it became okay. the official flower. I feel like, personally, just knowing the history of Korea, it was just kind of uh, something the Korean people all felt. Like, this just represented them. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why was it kind of gained popularity during the Japanese colonial rule, mm-hmm. which was 1910 to 1945. And in that really, really dark time, I think that people needed a symbol. And I don't yeah. know if this is actually true or not, but I heard that Japanese people would sometimes order the plants, the trees to be dug up. Oh. I don't know if that's really true, but then if they felt like that was a significantly Korean thing and then the government was trying to force them to get rid of it, then mm-hmm. then it would kind of become naturally like a symbol of a the resistance people. resistance symbol. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So after they... Anyway, so whether or not that actually happened, um, they did after Japan left when they regained their independence they did make it the national flower it was then that they did it it was official it was official good um yeah they're really really beautiful flowers um i do recommend going to to look at them if you're here in the summer but actually i wanted to actually recommend a book today because Mm -hmm. i there's not really much like like i said there's not a lot of like recorded history about it Mm -hmm. um there's this really great book by linda sue park she's a korean american author and it's called When My Name Was Kayoko. So you can probably guess what the book was maybe about uh-huh. by the name. Yeah, about uh, like when, during the... Because they had to take Japanese, Japanese names. names. They weren't allowed to speak Korean. Right. Right. And so it's a really, really short book. Mm-hmm. It's in English. They probably publish it in other languages. Um, but you can read it in English. Um, it takes place during World War Two, So just before they the Japanese left. So they left okay. in 1945. Yeah. Um, it's told through the perspective of a son and a daughter. And when they get forced to take a Japanese name, their family is like very patriotic Koreans. Uh-huh. So their Japanese last name is uh, Kaneyama, I think, which in Korean means Kumsan, which is the county where they live oh. actually in Korea. So they were like, if we're going to take a Japanese name, we're going to take this one. Or we're going to take, we're going to make one up that's secretly Korean. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so her name becomes Kayoko. And so that's why the book is called When My Name Was Kyoko. And it's a really, really good book. It's short. Um, it's about their life under Japanese rule. Her brother mm-hmm. becomes um, a kamikaze pilot for the oh. Japanese Imperial Army. Okay. Um, kind of out of necessity. But then, you know, it's this really big say, confliction. Would he, would he have had a choice? Well, I won't give anything away about this story. But, mm-hmm. like, they do... He does feel like it's of necessity, and also they benefit Koreans more who obviously like volunteered to be, (laughs) especially like not only the Japanese Imperial Army, but a kamikaze pilot dying for Uh Japan. He has a secret motive. He has another reason why he's doing it which uh-huh. i won't say but um and it's about his little i've sister. not read this book no this for book, anyone yeah. i've not read this book so that's why i'm like i, I want to know more like answer my questions but then yeah the i don't want to give anything away um yeah and and there's a subplot about their uncle who publishes in newspapers in korean secretly oh, so cool. which was illegal um and it's about the daughter who is really she really really enjoys studying japanese but mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't know anything about hunger, and so it's kind of this confliction within her. How old is she in the book? They age throughout the book, but I think it starts when she's really young. I can't remember exactly, but probably like seven or eight years old is when it starts. So she's quite, she's really young. 
Um, and then her brother's a teenager, and then he kind of gets older with the book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the reason that I thought of the Rose of Sharon was, in the story, they have a Rose of Sharon tree that the army forces them to get rid of. Uh-huh. But the mother keeps a seed, and she puts it in a pot, and she hides yes. it throughout the time uh-huh. that they're under the rule. And um, it's kind of the story about how they actually kind of, there are things about Japan that they appreciate. Like the mm-hmm. daughter likes studying Japanese and yeah. she likes writing the characters. Um, but about how they, it's not really a resistance story so much. It's kind of an assimilation story. I yeah. mean, like I said, the son has an ulterior motive, but it was interesting because it wasn't like, a lot of things that I come across in Korea about that time period are very patriotic. Uh-huh. Like in your face, so strong, which I yeah. totally understand. But like this one this was just, just very about gentle, living through it, living through it, okay, interesting. and dealing with it, and and but also keeping that little hope with their name, Kum, yeah, and also the the Rose of Sharon, and I really like it. So yeah, I recommend it. Probably people who study Korean literature have read this book okay. before. Mm-hmm. When my name was Kyoko by Linda Sue Park. Very good. Interesting. Okay, now I want to. I want to read it. Yeah, I've not read a book good. in forever, so oh. maybe that should be like my first book that I kick off my newly found, newly rediscovered literary. Tra- yeah. I thought you were gonna say like I haven't read like a Korean book in forever. And you're just like I haven't read a book in forever. No, I haven't read a book in forever. <laughs> yeah, I used to have it. Oh, I gave it to one of my students. So okay, it's gone. I'll buy it. I uh. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose so. of Sharon, and you can see them everywhere. Not, not even just the the yeah, actual people plant. grow. You can see the, oh the flower. Yeah, you can see the image of the flower. Yeah, everywhere. Oh yeah. So I also it's meant to on, say. I mean the the police have the it police on their have badge, it right the the luxury hotels in Seoul don't give stars. They give like five rows of Sharon. Oh, do they so really? if, yeah, you, have you ever seen them like outside the buildings? Could be on I, the wall like in a plaque. Maybe I probably. I I've probably seen them, just not paid attention to them. Yeah, there are like lots of national emblems, uh-huh. any kind of decoration of honor. Yeah, so but, but even just bog standard stuff like roof tiles. Oh yeah, for like, sure. When when we were in um, where did we go together? Gyeongju. When mm, we were in Gyeongju, I have a picture of like it was just a wall, but like one of the decorative tiles on the wall was the Rose of Sharon. Gyeongju is an amazing city. Uh-huh. If you haven't been there, you you definitely have to go. It's yeah. so ancient and well, and they have, it's a Shilla city. Of it course, was the capital yeah. of Shilla. Look at that. Bring yeah, it around. Bringing it around to the Hwada. Go check it out. Learn about <laughs> Shilla. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's a beautiful flower. It's kind of embedded itself in Korean society that mm-hmm. so much so that they don't really talk about it. Like it's just yeah. everyone knows what it's what it means. Yeah. All right, cool, flowers. That. Yeah, that was nice. You learned a lot, and I got a good book recommendation. Yes, if you've read the book, let us know what you think. If mm. you haven't, go out and read it and let us know what you think. Yeah. And what are we talking about next time? Next time, Emily suggested the topic. Emily, hey, Emily. Meyer. Yeah, Emily suggested clown. Clown, fun. That'll be an yeah, interesting one. I'm, I've got one. I have yeah, yeah. no idea. <laughs> I have a. I have an idea to maybe to, to for maybe a kind of a clown festival. There probably is, <laughs> is one. There probably. I mean, let's be real. There's every tune in of- next week to find out. No, I'm googling it right a, now. I'm like, I want to. Don't know. tell them though. Okay, let them. me see. Um. Oh my god. I have some kind of idea of what line of 
research I might take, but we'll see. Don't laugh into the microphone. I know it's obvious now. I'm so sorry, but there. Okay, there actually is a no. Okay, I'm done. Can I just say there's no clown festival, guys? It's what? not even a national one. It's an international clown and mime festival. Really? In Incheon. <laughs> Incheon has everything. I might talk about this one. Forget my idea. I want to okay. know about this. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about another festival, but oh my gosh. Mm. Well, city we'll of Clown Ansan? Huh? Ansan is called the City of Clown. <laughs> the, we're talking what? about flowers. Okay, I'm sorry. This I'm, sorry. I'm like, like down into a Google hole. Okay. <laughs> Close that Next tab. time. Close it. <laughs> we'll see which one is it. When am I going to talk about Yeah. Surprise. We'll surprise you. Yeah. And so, I'll surprise you because I've got no idea. No ideas. Right. Okay. But we'll see. Thanks, Emily, for the recommendation. Yes. Thank you. We stay hope tuned. you're all doing okay still. Yeah. In your, stay strong, everyone. In your, what's it called again? Social distancing, isolation, <laughs> quarantine, quarantine, whatever the heck you're calling it. Station. My isolation inspiration station. Isolation inspiration station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We said that last week too. You I said know. That last week. Okay. Not totally Korea related at all, but go check out Bob Mortimer's train guy videos. Yeah. He if posts you, them on Twitter. If you've ever been on a train in the UK, especially it. in especially and around <laughs> London. Yeah. Especially in and around London. Um, it's just hilarious. Uh, so funny. Have a cup of choo choo on me. <laughs> And uh, you are, as always, a, an impatient a, badger. A, a buttery spaniel. <laughs> okay, no one knows what we're talking about. Stay strong. Yeah. Do you, it's going to be over one day. Oh, I also Make- had a recommendation for... I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's fine. <laughs> I just Keep it going. You. It's about flowers. Okay. okay. Um, I had a recommendation for anyone who wants to see a real-life flower boy... In I thought you were going to say a real life one, flower. In real more ways than flower. one. If you're uh, down with the kids like we are, oh God, you're you? on TikTok. Are you not? Oh, I thought you were going to say rent an opa. <laughs> no. Oh. no, 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 no. Don't rent an opa. Okay. Um, Please don't. But you can go on TikTok and if you search florist underscore Isaac, that is a Korean flower boy. He's a gominam oh. and he's a florist. Oh, uh-huh. wow. So, I'm going to go check him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does all sorts. He does like bouquet videos. He does all his flower arranging videos. And he does like dance videos now because you know, <laughs> they all the, do. <laughs> the career boos are obsessed with him. So, of course. Yeah. So, if you want to see a, like a flower, like a Literal double flower layered boy. flower boy, <laughs> there you go. Florist um, Isaac on TikTok. Amazing. Um, but yes, uh, stay safe and healthy and happy <laughs> through your quarantine. Go watch Train Guy. Forget everything we said about anything else and just watch Train Guy. Just watch Train Guy. We'll be back at you soon with Clown. Thanks, guys. Oh, we need a jingle. We'll get you a jingle. Yeah. Eventually. We also need to sort out our introductions. <laughs> We're going to bring all of this to you in the future. Uh-huh. Stay, stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.